Hello and welcome to another episode of the After the Whistle podcast. Fresh off the back of the Champions League final that happened yesterday, Saturday, where our dearly beloved Liverpool fell at the hands of the kings of Europe, Real Madrid. Real Madrid, I, I don't know what's more that can be said about them because Charlie, these guys, they are just at the top of the pyramid. They are just at the top of the mountain. But yeah, I'm joined on this one by Crack and Van Gelder. Guys, what's up? Oh, we did, we did. We My did. God is good and his message what? endure forever. Today, I give a good testimony at church and I give a big <laughs> offering. <laughs> oh, Madrid, yeah. Madrid really make my my weekend <laughs> be. Twitter Twitter take me go jail, but they still couldn't sit on my excitement. <laughs> yeah, in case you're wondering, it's me smiley during the hosting because KO is unavailable at the moment. He might join us later on this episode, hopefully. But as of now, I'm holding down the foot. So let's just jump right into it. Liverpool. I don't know how they must be feeling right now. And I'm just wondering, how disappointed should their fans be about this season, first of all? Because all jokes aside, they've won two trophies this season. It's 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 been a very objectively successful season from that standpoint. But at the same time, if you look at it, Every week you are getting a push down your throat that you are chasing the tri- you are chasing the quadruple you are chasing the quadruple, and then the season ends and you've come out with the least two important trophies out of the four you are chasing. So, how disappointed should they be? Because is it a successful season still for them or not? Crack, we can start with you. You know that thing where. You know you are very good. You are, you know you have a very good team, right? And you have so much expectation. And getting to the end of the season, you were likely to win four trophies. And everybody was talking about quadruple, quadruple, quadruple. And City dropped out and it was just left with Liverpool. If we are being truthful, the biggest trophies in the quadruple are the league and the Champions League. Followed by the FA Cup. If you are ranking it, let's say League first, Champions League second, FA Cup and Carabao. They won the Carabao first and they won the FA Cup, leaving the Premier League and the uh, and the Champions League because City had to leave it late by going to the end. They lost the game by a point. They went to the Champions League thinking they can they can make it a treble. And Madrid, to whom none of them regarded, no Liverpool fan I I, I knew gave them a shot like it was so disrespectful with their prediction and they are talking they they spoke as if it was a done deal the whole english media everybody like it was a done deal and they were disappointed even though they've done a parade with the fa cup and the carlin cup it still feels like it's a failure based on the kind of expectation they went into the season with and what they achieved because they are better than this you see, this is a golden era, and they have a good team that are supposed to be winning big, big things. Someone will say they hadn't won the uh, FA Cup yet, so that's the trophy club has won, so they've gotten the full set and everything. But to me, based on their standard, they've still underachieved this season. Van Gilda, do you agree with that? Well, <laughs> they've told us all season long that they have the best 
goalkeeper, the best right back, the best left back, the best defender, the best central midfielders, the best uh, attacking trio, and they've even added, you know, Medellin Ronaldinho to it. So if you <laughs> if you tell me so, all of this, this so silly. and the at the end of the day, oh my god, if you do all of that, and in the end. All you have to show for it is Carling Cup and FA Cup. And you have massively underachieved. And don't give me this about how they, they won they lost the league by one point. Second place and sixteenth place. We all lost the league. We, we all didn't win it. <laughs> we all didn't win it. You play in three finals and today someone was arguing with me on Twitter about this. That's why I person that technically they won the trophies, yes, the two finals against Chelsea. But they didn't win the matches because they drew the games and there needs to be a mechanism to determine a winner and that mechanism is penalties. So at the end of the day, for me, they've massively underachieved. And yesterday I was saying on the spaces that for this reason, I think if something does not change in terms of winning trophies, and by winning trophies, I mean major trophies sooner rather than later, this Liverpool team will be very, very, very forgotten in the near future and uh, anybody can say whatever they like about it but the great teams are remembered based on the trophy hall that they put together invincibles i remember because they've done something nobody has ever done Mourinho's chelsea is, re- is remembered because they have the best defensive record and went back to back conceding just 15 goals in a season uh sir alex led his team to do a three-peat twice nobody has done it Pep Guardiola's Man City has won four Premier Leagues in the last five years. So you can stand there and tell me that as for you, all you did was to push City to the limit. And that's the best your golden generation or your so-called golden generation can do. Then that's just ridiculous. And for me, they have massively underachieved. Because by the weight of the trophies, Chelsea has even done more than them this season. By the weight of the trophies. Chelsea has even achieved more than them this season. So Liverpool fans, regardless of whatever they say, <laughs> at the end of the day, they've massively underachieved. And that it means the shamelessness for me to be doing a parade. Ah well, everybody on his own, right? Oh, I mean the the parade they had already settled on the, on the Yeah, they had already planned. Already. They had planned on doing a parade long before like before the match was played, but because they thought they were coming to do show three trophies. To be to be honest, it was probably uh, you, because they thought they were going to win the Champions League. But even by even with that, come on, come on, you can't do a parade before your final match of the season. It's like if if City was in the final, they wouldn't have been parading the uh, EPL. I get it, but is it is it? <laughs> Think about it. They paraded the FA Cup and the Carling Cup. I'm, I'm, I refuse to call it Carling Cup. Whatever you call it. <laughs> That's what they paraded. Chelsea won the Super Cup and the Club World Cup. We didn't do a parade. Because that's just... It comes with the territory. Guy, the time you won the Super Cup and the Club World Cup, what, what parade you won? No, I'm just saying, at the end of the season, Chelsea could have decided to do a parade as well. Are, are uh, you mad? No, I'm just saying that, you know, it's just shameful. If my team wins the... Look, there are seasons that Chelsea has won the Carling Cup and the FA Cup. And we've not gone around doing the parade. Okay, let's respect ourselves. 
let's call it spade a spade. If my United won the FA Cup and the Carling Cup, uh, do you think you guys will be doing the parade by now? Ah, <laughs> uh, based on our state. Oh, hell yes, we'll be doing it. Okay, maybe based on your current state. But when you were top form, like when Liverpool, like, you know, I'm talking about the my United team that is, is you know, is compared or can be compared to the Liverpool team in terms of... But we are, like just, telling you, we are just telling you that, to be fair, this was the idea. Still, you won't beat them with the stick. You're a draw. But, but but I do I understand what, where Van Gelder is coming from because ah. the United of old, we even had seasons where we won the league and didn't do a parade. I, I remember I remember there was one uh, I think was it 2011, one of those seasons like that. We won the league and there was no parade. So I do understand that when you are at the top as Liverpool think they are right now, certain trophies shouldn't. It shouldn't be too much of a big deal, but at the same time, I understand that they planned everything before the Champions League final. So it, it was probably with the mindset that they were going to win the Champions League, and then that one swept them. So they still for go ahead with the parade, but at least it's giving their fans something to to be happy about a little. Because Leicester won the Leicester won the FA Cup last season. Okay, you even if COVID is the reason, they did do a parade. Average now we need. Calling Cup, nee, FA Cup, disgracefully. <laughs> and you didn't even wait one week. The next day after you've lost your Champions League, you are on the top. You've got to hire a, 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 a very expensive DJ thinking, you know, somebody tweeted today saying this is equivalent to when Juventus came. I don't know which team the Juventus was, but Juventus came to play a final against a team and they brought champagne thinking they've already won the final and they lost. It's the same thing. The same thing. You've got to hire expensive DJ thinking you've won the Champions League final. It's the utter disrespect for me. It's the utter disrespect <laughs> for me. This is Madrid's fifth Champions League in the last 10 years. Five in the last 10 years. Five in the last 10 years. We're going to play a team like that. And then your, your former players and the English media and everybody insists that Liverpool are the better side. And that if this match is played 10 times, this is, this is the one time Madrid can win. If this match is played 10 times, it is Liverpool who will win it once. Liverpool. <laughs> they are the team that will win it 1 over 10. Madrid will beat them 9 out of the 10. That was actually a silly comment. Yeah, me, I, I do understand how much disrespect Madrid faced in the build-up to this game. Because everybody was predicting Liverpool to win. Everybody was talking like Madrid were... Like some very small team that has managed to scrape their way through to the final, but Liverpool would be a mountain too high to climb for them. So this is a, no, no, uh, really sorry, but it, it, like whenever I think about it, I get annoyed because you, the only Champions League you have, you won against Tottenham, serial butlers. <laughs> Even that game, you you were outplayed. The game that their manager is always complaining about, and a low block. And uh, if this is not the kind of football, I can't play this kind of football. But, but honestly, but honestly, that was one of the worst finals I'd ever watched. Of course, it is the worst final. They won the Champions League against Tottenham, and they won their first league in COVID with five substitutions, water breaks, and uh, no no fans. But hey, who am I? Who am I? You know, but it's like the media had to, had a lot of Liverpool fan boys disguised as pundits. Because some of the things they were saying, like, it was utterly ridiculous. And and for you, Michael, it's Obi Omar and say that Madrid are yet 
are yet to face their biggest test. Are you really better than City? If we are being real, is Liverpool better than City? I don't think so. They are not because even better than Chelsea. They are, they are they still playing Chelsea four times and they didn't beat them once. They, they are still only one in the top four this season. But you think you are the best club? You see, this is why I said it's the shamelessness for me. After all that talk of being the best club in Europe, all you could walk away with was the uh, FA Cup and Carling Cup. I'm not ashamed. I'm not ashamed. Oh. Sorry, crack. Sorry. <laughs> no, today, today, you you hit up Carigo. <laughs> no, you, you me, get it because they, because they, they, they shocked me. Oh, it shocked me. We've seen better teams. Oh. Are they playing high quality football? Yes. Is their manager a top class coach? Yes. Debatable, but yes. See, it's a, <laughs> a, and and we talking about it. Yeah, it's not it's not just about us thinking. Um, cause maybe we wanted Madrid to win, so we are gonna talk like uh, Madrid had a chance, blah 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 blah. But if you watch football for a long time and you know the trend, if even you are not able to predict. Die, uh, like truly say, oh, Madrid is winning definitely. You are not going to downplay like they have no chance. They are not going to do anything based on where you saw them, who they played. The third best team in England, the first best team in England. They scored all of them uh, convincingly. They beat both Chelsea and City convincingly. You understand? They played very well, and a team that when you watch their setup, very few players. On the attacking end, they still managed to get a lot of goals. So you should not really underestimate them. And Liverpool were talking about. I remember saying that look, Liverpool praised their defenders and their defense. That's fine, but they they still consider two goals against Villarreal. And Madrid, based on that, Madrid is capable of scoring as well. So, no, 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 we clean sheet. We go last them. Blah blah. I was like, ah. I know you score Madrid fine, but the way they talk like as smiley talking like some. But for Quartano, you go face for this uh, <laughs> final or some team where he never get Champions League pedigree or he never played finals before. Like, look at the players. They have won four fucking Champions League uh, trophies. Look at the team. They have Somebody experienced players. Somebody for that will you fight. And, and, and you they talk, talk like, nah, they, like, they are non-entities. They are nobody. You are just going to run them over with your NSC and things. You were very good. You were dangerous. Kutua was the man of the match. That's fine. He was also there to do his job. And he did his job. By the end of the day, who scored the goal? Who won the match? That dubious goal that they disallowed against Bezima said, we know if you want to talk about that. I mean, it'd be, it be standard. In every Liverpool final, there's a dubious goal disallowed. Same thing they take do. They disallowed the goal against uh, from Lukaku in the Carabao Cup final, Carling Cup final. And then the next week, they gave the same goal now, Liverpool scored the same goal the week later, and then that, that one was a goal. But that's besides the point. I mean, they say the no ball play, then get a one one, then there and there one one. Now they've made their meters and now they can't move. Anyway, still on the topic of Madrid beating um, all these big teams on the way to the final, do you think this is the greatest run to the Champions League we've ever seen? Because at the start of the season, According to the bookies, the favorites be excluding Madrid for the Champions League. Where yeah. I think Man City, PSG, Bayern, Liverpool, and Chelsea. Now, out yeah. of those five, they beat four of them. And those four of them they beat, two of them were the finalists last season. Mm-hmm. One yeah. of them was the defending champion. Have we no. ever seen a greater run to the Champions League? 
in, in my short life, no. And I knew Madrid would win the Champions League the moment they beat Chelsea. Because there's this weird thing that happens. That more often than not, the team that beats the, the champions of the previous year, they are the ones who go on to win the Champions League. It's a very weird thing. It's not always the case. But more often than not, it happens like that. So the moment we were eliminated by Madrid, I knew they were going to... I, look, they didn't just beat Chelsea. They didn't just... Look, they batted PSG. Right? That's the first one. They batted PSG. Karim, Alaji. Then they came to Stamford Bridge. And then in the midst of Ramadan, he scored a hat-trick. That means that even on DDO. No, not breaking the fasting. Hat-trick. Yeah, you look, just if I can say whatever you like, yeah, some mistakes here and there. But he still scored. He had to score for it to count, no? And he did. Chelsea won the return leg in, uh, you know, in, in, in Santiago Bernabeu. After the 80th minute, Chelsea was leading 3-0. As a Chelsea fan, I could not believe what I was watching. Because I didn't think even we had it in us to score three goals. And then, one moment of brilliance took the game to extra time. We got two chances in extra time. We missed them. They got one. And then Karim, again, goal. That takes Chelsea out. Then they go to Man City and play a 4-3. Look, you know what it means to outscore Man City? People don't. People are not deep in it. Too. This city team scores goals for fun, and Madrid managed to outscore them over two legs. So for me, there was no doubt in my mind that they were going to beat Liverpool. Was I worried? Yes, because Liverpool of 2018 and Liverpool now are have, they've come leaps and bounds, and they are more cohesive units. They are more you know strong, and they are ready. And they seem to really want this. But somebody was saying yesterday that they didn't even play like people that were out for revenge. If you're out for revenge, you step on the person's neck from minute one to minute 90. What did we see? Wasted chances. Moments of individual brilliance from the snake. However, at the end of the day, that Karim goal should have told them everything they needed to know. Madrid doesn't need 30 chances. They need just one. And that one... Look, I've not seen a team as efficient as this Madrid team before. Because all throughout the, the stages, from PSG, Chelsea, City, and Liverpool, they created the least amount of chances. In fact, I remember, before Karim Benzema's goal, it was zero shots and zero shots on target. One shot, it was a goal. If not because uh, John Henry has paid has sent Mumu to buy people for UEFA. That it should have ended 2-0, not 1. But, personally, I don't think I've seen a run this, this majestic. I don't think I've, I've seen a run... Like, I, 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 I'm sort of superlatives and adjectives to describe them, because, wow, what a performance. What a performance. And speaking, speaking of that, what a performance. Ancelotti needs as much he needs a lot of credit for what has just happened because 
we have to remember that when he came in at the beginning of the season, everybody was looking at him as some as someone who was just coming in to steady the ship, while they look for another manager, someone who would take them on for a longer period. Everybody probably thought that after a year or two, Ancelotti is going. But in a transitional year, he's coming, won the league, won the Champions League, while beating all these super teams on the way to doing it. Like uh, right now, where do we even rank Ancelotti among the greatest managers of all time? Because already, Ancelotti has been someone. He's been someone who has been very underrated. I think years, the disrespect even... is enough. That's what I think. I think the disrespect is enough. Look, I rate Sir Alex highly, and even more highly after I watched his documentary. But from all intents and purposes, I need to grab that Antelotti book and read it too. Because if you, from everybody that has read it, they talk about what a man. He he's not the most charismatic person you will find. But is it? But is it really a, 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 a crazy thought for me to think that he is the greatest manager of our generation? He's won the Premier League with Chelsea. He didn't just win it. He won it in style. Probably one of the highest points total and most goals scored by a team. He won the Bundesliga with Bayern. He won the Serie A with AC Milan. He won... He's won the Spanish La Liga twice, if I'm not mistaken. No, this is his first one. This is first one. So he lost that yeah. one, but he won the uh, the Champions League. I think that's he won the Champions League. Yeah. yeah, he's won the Champions League in every decade since the eighties. And then he's also won it with a team from Italy and a team from Spain. I mean. What 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 more does he have to do to be put at the top of of of, of the charts? So to you, so, according, so so to you, he's the best. Yes, in the in this generation, he is the greatest oh. manager in his generation. I, I don't in his in his generation or this generation. Which generation? In his that? generation, if if you put him side by side to all the managers, I, I don't see anyone that beats him. To be fair, nah. okay. I, I I personally don't see anyone that beats him. And for him to have even entered another generation of managers, where a lot of time I've heard a lot of people say his ideas are outdated. Especially when he was at Everton, and his style doesn't work, and he doesn't seem to be hands-on. He thinks he's a vibes manager. Really and uh, they say he. He be the economy will regulate itself, manager. You know, you know, people, people, <laughs> people are people are always easy to just associate to the new shining thing. That's how it is, and they disregard some of the old folks. But it doesn't mean me. I never, for once, ever believed that he was done or no. Because if he was done, any time there was any available job, he was linked to it. How many how many coaches have that cachet? Do you get it? But to me. Ancelotti belongs in the same group as um, Moreno, Ferguson, Guardiola. Do you get it? I don't think he's the best ever. I don't think he's the best in the generation ever. I don't think that, honestly, because there are different and various parameters to that. Do you get it? But he definitely, with this Champions League that he has won, he has definitely broken into 
any top five if there is any top five coaches list i think angelotti should be there and based on what i said in the recent years ever since i started watching football i'll put him i'll put him in the top four with Mourinho, pep Guardiola, ferguson yeah and angelotti he'll definitely be in my top five that one yeah no doubt about it but he wouldn't be my best it would be me my best because i'm not putting him out of ferguson honestly i always have a pep Guardiola agenda but i'm not putting him ahead of pep or Mourinho. and but that what and what Mourinho has also achieved is crazy so that one day i'm not going to put ancelotti ahead of any of them because yeah so so yeah i will put him ahead of them by virtue of the fact that it's not by chance that he's one of his amongst them he's the only one who's won in all the top five leagues it's not by chance it's not by chance that he has won the champions league four times and he's the only one to have done it amongst them it's not by chance yes the others have done great things too and i'm not you know as i as we always say the greatness of, of a person in, in but, but what they when do. you talk about when you talk about top five leagues right Mm-hmm. The coaches, the coaches I mentioned, who who has coached in the top five leagues, and that's the problem, isn't it? That's no, where no, my no, problem no, is. No, no, relax. Apart relax, from Mourinho, who has been around let, a bit. Yes, but but let me explain something to you. Do you get it? Like, Angelotti moves. Do you get it? Fine, he moves. And if we are even talking about winning percentage and time of winning and duration and things, he wouldn't come close to any of these coaches. You should factor in that. He has done it, but in longer years. Do you get where I'm coming from? With his dominance. He has done it in longer years and also getting second chances, getting second chances. Moreno comes to a team. Moreno comes to a team and doesn't need two years. Do you get it? He doesn't. Mm-hmm. He comes and he delivers. You don't like third season syndrome, he goes. I've seen that in Pep too. Pep did it at Barcelona, he did it at Bayern Munich, he did it at City. And he's still doing it at City. And he still has chance to even do more let's talk about ferguson ferguson built three different teams in different generations and still dominated in the premier league do you get it so i wouldn't just put him above or above all of them what he has done that was i'm saying what he has done is really is really marvelous what he has done is really really because more coaches who dream of even getting one let alone two or multiple with different different coaches. but then you should also factor his time and Napoli and all that team that he has gone there that he didn't work out to. Do you get it? So it's not just about that. Do you understand? It's not it's not it's not just about that. And I'm telling you for a fact that me, anybody you ask, they are not putting Ancelotti ahead of Ferguson, ahead of Mourinho. Somebody might do and say ahead of Pep. That's them. But if we are being real and based on fact and based on the evidence we have in everything, he's not going to be available of these four. Honestly, because if I ask you, my girl, right now, if these four were available and all of them were in their prime and they're available, will you pick Ancelotti over them? Well, Ancelotti competed against it, it, it's, it, it's a simple question. Would you? It's a tough question. At the end of the day, it's a hard question. It depends on what my team needs. It you can talk about An- 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 Ancelotti com- competing against Ferguson, but he won it, and the next season, Ferguson came for his team back, right? Yeah, but I'm t- you were you were you were intimating that he needs time, and I'm just pointing out that at Chelsea he did it in his first season. No, you are talking about really. you listen. You see, I am talking about in the span, how long it takes him to achieve. Sometimes, 
Do you get it? Because sometimes they get tired of him and they sack him. And you've mm-hmm. forgotten that he has coaches, he has coached other teams like Napoli and Everton, all part of his resume. Do you get it? Even his time, his mm-hmm. time at uh, his time at uh, PSG, where he was mm-hmm. even winning the French league, they were still not satisfied because they believed he was being brought to what win the Champions League. Mm-hmm. He went to Bayern Munich. They wanted a Champions League. He couldn't deliver, right? And when you are talking about um, coaching a team, that's why some of us, when we are talking about Pep time as Bayern Munich, we always say that look, Bayern is always a favorite every season. So when you win that league, Seb, it's not really any, any anything. Do you get it? But it's the way in manner how he dominated them and the kind of formation he played and how he was suffocating them there. You understand? That's how mm-hmm. you can talk about. But he still didn't deliver the Champions League. Go talk to go to PSG. PSG, if you win the league with PSG, I don't think you've really done it because the investment in the city they've done, they are supposed to win it every year. Do you get what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, so the so his toughest his toughest test definitely came in the Italian league and La Liga and also in the Premier League. You can give him that as well, which he has done so well. But there's mm-hmm. but say if you have a general consensus on this. You have a lot of people not putting him ahead of these three I mentioned, or even at least the two Moreno and Ferguson, without a shadow of doubt. Because mm. these those ones are really, really serial winners. Ancelotti has stayed around for a long time, for over four decades. I don't know why these people do they have four decades to their name. They don't. Do you get it? Ferguson is retired and uh, Ancelotti is still here. I mean, anyway, moving on. In, in Ancelotti's defense, uh, according to Ferguson, uh, Crystal Palace manager, no, Roy Hodgson is still here. <laughs> <laughs> that guy is like 100 years. <laughs> anyway, moving on. After this Madrid win, particularly with the way they beat the top three in the in, in the Premier League, very comp- not comprehensively, but most they were all very close ties in the end. But at the same time, they really they beat the top three teams in the Premier League on their way to winning the Champions League. Are we ready to admit now that La Liga is stronger than the EPL? Because you have to also consider the fact that in the last 17 finals that Spanish teams have faced against non-Spanish opposition, they've won every single one of them. And it's ah, not just limited no to way. Barca and Madrid. No way. Last 17. But, First of but, all, welcome, but, welcome, Corey. But Villarreal yes. lost to Chelsea. Okay, well, technically it was a draw. So, so you, let's see. Yeah, so in the last 17 finals between Spanish teams and non-Spanish opposition, they've won 17. And this is not just limited to Madrid and Barca. We are talking about Sevilla also beating Man United in the final. Okay, Sevilla beat Liverpool in the final. Yeah, looking at Villarreal, who also beat United in the final. Before we look at Barca and Madrid, so it's not just something that Barca and Madrid just are just carrying the league. Other teams in the league are also giving us serious, serious headaches. So is this where we finally admit that La Liga is better than Man than the EPL? Hmm. 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 Let answer this one. Seems crazy. <laughs> um, bruh. The stuff like, over you. See, it, I'm, I'm, I'm shell shocked, and that's why I can't even say anything, bro. I'm just like, what? They have won 17. The last 17 finals, La Liga against non-Spanish opposition. La Liga against non. They have won 17. Do you know that includes? Wait, is this is this just Europa or UCL? 
No, Champions everything. League, Champions League, Europa, everything. everything that oh, they catch come you on, from. come on, come on. You see, then I have to, I beg the question. The English media, no. Is it the production way they hype their premiership? <laughs> or, or, or what? Because, because every time then they crush, either they crush everybody, then they score them for the finals. Then you mean see, you don't want the Spanish team to go, wait, is this including finals against Bayern then? I, I, I come small. Against everybody. Everybody, every, every or everybody. Opposition. Oh, bro. Then then it'd be like it'd be like some some boys for humble we for humble themselves. <laughs> because because if this is the best competition, meaning the best teams, and every time Spanish team catch it, then ship, then it just means that the guy didn't scream the golazo for the uh, Spanish uh, La Liga. No, you know, shall nice like the uh, Martin Tyler dance with the scream and the players in my name. That'd be the only difference that I didn't see the Premiership over La Liga. Because honestly, everybody kissed ass for Liverpool. Oh, you know, no, they will finish Real, bro. I have never seen a tactical masterclass like that. Like it was just like they're not see, like Liverpool look as if they see top, but they're not see top. <laughs> have you ever seen a team play? Look, they, they, mm. adapt, in, in that game, man, in that game, man, it they reminded me a bit of like uh, Arsenal versus uh, City at Emirates last season. Arsenal played every like the best football they could possibly master, and it wasn't enough. Like they still lost, so. Liverpool can't play them at all. And against this Real Madrid team where people not shut up, everybody give underdogs, these people can't score them calmly then. A 21-year-old, bro, score, score, score the winner. I mean, Charlie, I think we need to humble ourselves because Salah said they go do revenge mission. We, the way I see him. If, if you talk to but I think I think we we have to admit it. I, I think on, on, on the basis of finals, on that statistic, we have to humble ourselves. Because it means say if we go cross Spanish team, you slap. Honestly, because see, it's a hard pill to swallow. We can always um, beat our chest with EPL most being the most marketable, being the most fun, most being the maybe. most blah 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 blah, all these things like they make our league very attractive and things. But just like NBA, where they have the Western and the Eastern Conference, you understand? If you have more Western Conference winning the uh, the, the NBA Finals more than the Eastern Conference, you're always going to say that the the West is stronger. Do you get it? And that's how it is. Sometimes it varies. Where, but where they met other teams seventeen times, so this is where we meet. Oh, not in our league, oh, meet and you. We they meet for final. This is the show say meet and you. All other leagues, oh, they've not lost once. They beat them 17 times. And, and it's not just about Madrid and it's not just about Madrid and, 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 That's and Barcelona. There were times where there were times where Sevilla was winning back to back to back Europa. And, and this guy came to do it with Falcao them too. And let's go Madrid. Villarreal took, took over at a point. Where they were also the submarines. They were the strongest there. And they even beat United. Hmm. Do you get it? But we know. And this same Sevilla went to beat uh, um, Inter Milan in the final with Conte there. Do you get it? So that one, the me is a hard pill to swallow. But La Liga, La Liga is definitely the, the the strongest. They have the strongest team. I wouldn't say the strongest league 
but, but they have the strongest teams. That one, I'm not going to lie to you. They have the best teams. But not the, not, not the best league, but they have the best team. So that, that's how I, I, think it's, I think it's also because of the money, you know. They don't have a lot of... They don't have as much money. Or the La Liga teams, they're like the smaller La Liga teams. Don't I, make uh, much money. Because the, the money really teams. So if they find player... If player for La Liga good, he really, really, really good. With above. Like, they are coaching them so that they are really good at what they do. Because they don't have enough money to spend. Aston Villa just ball now. Nah, they go sign one of the most promising midfielders in La Liga, uh, in Liga and one of the best defenders in La Liga. Just, just, uh, we close the season all. They will sign two. So, they can get money. There's yellow submarines, you know, the whole city of Valerie, there'll be 50,000. Eh? The whole city. Scannable for free. With the bab. And I think that also plays a role. When you have enough money to spend, the deliberate effort to build, the deliberate effort to nurture, sometimes doesn't exist. Look at Chelsea. Look at, if I look at all the big teams, if you go to La Liga, you can find a team that half of the players are from their academy. Because they don't have the money. Why can't Premier League, if one academy player is part of the first team for the whole, the whole season, happiness, overjoyed, <laughs> and all of these things play a role. So for me, I agree with what my, my, my brother Safor said. La Liga may have the strongest teams in, 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 in Europe because, Charlie, it's not a fluke. If it was one, two, or three, then cool. Because Peter said, oh, it'd be some fluke thing. But 17, please. Because even speaking about it, if you take away all, most of Madrid's trophy in the past that we tried to disregard, Seth, in, the, in the past decade, they've won six. Five. Uh, uh, sorry, five. Even if we make it two decades, they won't like how many in two decades? Because Zidane, they're my time, or they win some. You understand? Mm -hmm. More than any other team. So... It's still them. If we like, we take yeah. this, this, but we take this, maybe we take out this Stefano Del de Mahon self. Still, <laughs> you get it. Like honestly, right. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. Bangela, Bangela talks so, 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 something, and I realize something. See, if youngster for La Liga good, eh, it means he's good. I think English media think they can hype a player, a young English player, to become a superstar. If you understand what I mean, like it, it's not about the quality of the training and things, if they give up hype, ah, eventually he'll become a, they do the same thing with Rashford, they do the same thing with Walcott, they do the same thing, any young player way they come, no, oh, this be the next Ballon d'Or winner, this be the test, then hoping that the player would become good, and if the players don't become good, then they turn on them, like the English media is absolute garbage. Like the, the kind of things they spew out compared to what the Spanish guys they spew, bro. The English media, like they are set up to destroy you. If you be black, so, you, you, are, you you even slack more. Like they are but, set up. <laughs> but, you, but you know one thing about I don't think any league is more demanding than the English Premier League, which is fact. I because agree. In, in recent years, we've had multiple um, um, English teams in the in the quarterfinals, the semifinals, the knockout stages, you understand? Where they push, they go out, we can have four, sometimes we can have four in the semis, and it has happened very often, La Liga very few times. And most often it was just uh, Barcelona and Madrid pushing their barrier, sometimes it was Atletico Madrid. 
but we could have back then we're easily even getting Chelsea, Liverpool, um, Arsenal, and, and and United in the in the in the final four. Do you understand? And then we can even go on and right recent years that we had Liverpool, City, and uh, um, Chelsea. Did you get it? We had Liverpool, City, and Chelsea, and we all make it. But based on the final creme de la creme, it is it is the La Liga. But the talent gap in England, due to the money as well, is close. I'm not I'm not talking about English players. I'm talking about the ability of smaller teams to spend. Do you get it? Smaller team mm-hmm. to spend. Because the kind of energy to you have to exude in the Premier League sometimes, Charlie, you know, be joko. Because let me tell you something. An Electro Madrid player can easily be bought like uh, be, be bought uh, 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 sorry, a Villarreal player can easily be bought like a, a team like what Brighton. Because Brighton go go share 40 million pounds by player. La Liga teams don't go if you do that. So already that La Liga Villarreal player way they watch way things say from transition, if for automatically for transition from, from transition from Villarreal to a bigger team like United and Tens. Brighton and Tens and West Ham get the money, grab them. Do you get it? It's true. So so if they take in quality, yeah. So so if they take in quality, go there, go. So if they play there, you realize, hey, Charlie, they're in trouble. So the kind of quality we they face for there too, Charlie. Then the way our 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 games, our games are because we always have them complaining about Charlie. We go to play today. Other teams go. Other teams, the the my leagues, they care to them where they can even give them gap and they will play a match today because they are committed in the Champions League. Their schedule is changed, but not England. You can play today and two days later, they go big, play big match for uh, this one. Do you get it? So there are so many factors to that English Premier League need to watch instead of just hyping, 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 hyping. You have to make it better as well. They are but, just so much focused on the, the money and the TV right and things. Very true. I mean, it's good, but Charlie, sometimes you should help. Yes, you should help. And they're refereeing too. You realize that if you go to if you go to Europe. The players they complain a lot because the quality be different. Yep. The referee in Premier League is so shit. So, so things when are they so go to different. Champions League, they complain. They, they, they don't understand yeah. why certain calls aren't called for them. No, why thank why you. Some, some things then they, they, they pitch or oh, the referee do they see what Drogba go do? He say, oh well, that one they cheat more. But oh, that I mean, one, that one they that, yeah, that one they steal it. But but what what, what what the referee quality in the Premiership is poor. All they care about is the production. You can see uh, how, much, and, and, how much and, focus goes into the pro, pro, production alone. La Liga have the technical ability. Like, if La Liga VAR compares to England VAR, bro, your house people pay you. I wonder what the fuck people are doing in, in that VAR in that VAR room. Like, since they, the person they see, they go to get a get degree. I, I, I know they understand. Media, England every day, they won't be different. That stupid line that they bring plus their shoulder and things in. It's so stupid. Ampit, ampit, then you draw line. They, 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 said, they said somebody in shoelace, in shoelace, they are outside. <laughs> so he get, he get, he get an advantage. I mean, come, let's be, let's be real here. The line said, I mean, Charlie, England, that they vex me. Moving on. Bro, Move- <laughs> Moving on. Um, another big thing that happened this week was Mourinho winning the conference league. And Charlie, it was good to see, honestly, because me, I like Mourinho a lot. I've, I always say that. He's a good asshole. Yeah. Football, football needs people like Mourinho. We don't, there are too right. many of these managers who they just want to come and kiss each other's asses. Ask kisses. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, we need controversy. Yeah, we need controversy. We need people like Mourinho. Guardiola is fantastic. Fuck off. Yeah. That's a bitch. We we need more. We need more fire among the coaches. And it's nice to see Mourinho somehow reviving his career as Roma. And do you think this is like a stepping stone to him returning to the top? Because as we saw Ancelotti also going to Napoli, Everton, it seemed like he was down and dead with his career. And suddenly he's back at the big leagues, winning Champions League, winning league titles and stuff. You think with Mourinho, this is probably like, it's like a rehab center for him to just find himself again and make his return to the top. Do you think it's possible? Media, honestly, Mourinho. think that I'll okay. get. Well, I think that Mo enjoys where he is. I watched an interview where he was talking prior to the Roma final, and he was saying, this project is different. And it is bringing him back to basically the basics of what his philosophy and his coaching is about. Putting together the physicality, the you know, psychological and the tactical work all together in symmetry and working together as one point, basically. And I think if he will make another leap back, it will be to a no-brainer. The job for me that is a no-brainer is Newcastle. You need a manager to instill... You have fresh money. Let me put it this way. You have fresh money and you need a manager to set a club identity. Ah, there's none better. There's none better. So, I think... I think are we talking about, about Roma. Mo- Mourinho? Yeah. Yeah. He mm-hmm. set Chelsea's identity. It okay. is just now that Chelsea is about to try and move away from that identity. Two decades, Chelsea tried to move away from the identity Mourinho set. And we couldn't. I remember when I was younger, my friends used to call Chelsea three-touch team. You know... Check to Lampard, Lampard to Drogba, Drogba go. That's all I'll say is that he's definitely not the answer for Newcastle. Like I think you put a hyper Mourinho a bit too much. He won the freaking conference league. Like let, let's let's calm down. Like what what what? Like, like, nah 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 nah. I'm not what having that. I'm not having. I'm not having that about Mourinho. Calm down, nah bro. What what we about, won't do about is him act... being a... <laughs> What we won't do is act like Mourinho is not capable of doing what Newcastle needs. I think he is completely spent. Like, are you freaking kidding me? He won the Conference League. That's the third. Yeah. Like, what are you? What are you? What are you chatting about, bro? What's the difference between the What's the difference between the Conference League and the Europa League? What's the difference? The people who the people wait pause. The people went and for Europa. They dropped to Conference. <laughs> See, make it not tell me about no 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 Ah, no, go listen. <laughs> Nothing hey, will tell me go, go. See, boss, make I tell you. See, mm-hmm. you are speaking to a wall. Nothing you will talk will convince me. See, he won a freaking conference league, bro. If um, how, how did he do in the league? He finished sixth, I think. Come on, bro. He's playing Europa next season. <laughs> Lovely. I mean, if you win it. I mean, I mean, I mean, you know what? I'm not even going to defend this. Yeah. For me, Murdo spent. He's not reviving any kind. Career where he is, he's good for that. Be the level he's good for, right? He, he, he raised a hand five he, he, European leagues. Come on, bro. I'm over that, I'm over that guy, man. Hey, 
Like you as not fun, yeah, you still get a hatred though, but anyways. Uh, inside, I'm not sure if it be you where that you get your favorite ever manager where somebody just come down on up every time he catch him, they slap him on a thousands match anniversary, you give him six. Ah, if it be you, if you hear that guy, let me go be you. Nah, don't go be you. It's to go to you see, not make you feel the thing you're confusing is that you, you think what I'm telling you is based on my emotions with Arsenal. I don't care about what he did with, 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 with uh, to Arsenal. He was a great, he's a great, he was a great manager, but he's not anymore. He has, like, bro, I'm not even going to defend that. I'm not saying that he, he, he wasn't good. Or he was good. Definitely not anymore. Like, the hype you're giving him now, overrated. And, and sure. that's and that's and that's a fair opinion to have. However, when you consider the Roma team that he has, when you consider the people that he's going up against and the budgets that he has, for Mourinho, he hasn't done something like this since Porto. He hasn't coached a team like this since Porto. So even to to you know to win and to qualify them for Europa League straight hand and to give them their first European trophy in 30 years. You can't tell me that this guy See, is not this, is not this is what, viable for a cultural this, reason. This is what um Corey Corey you know they watch this angle where you know they watch. Roma has been around for so many years. They played in the Champions, they played in the Europa. Whatever they introduced conference league or whatever it is, it is still a finals you had to win. Do you get it? it? They still face the team, they still play, they played and they got it. It's like dropping from Champions League to Europa, winning the Europa and Somebody's going to discredit it because you drop from Champions League to Europa. No, it's still like Europa finals. I mean, it's not the same as Europa. It doesn't carry the same weight as Europa and, and, and Champions League, but it's still a trophy which uh, uh, Roma has never had. It's like uh, maybe a team in the Premier League. You've never won a trophy. You win the Carling Cup. Winning it. He has brought the first, first trophy to your, if, to your uh, club. Uh, Do you understand? Clark, sorry. So, Clark, sorry. If Tottenham had won the Carabao Cup the time, uh, uh, yeah, say if Tottenham won the Carabao Cup, the time uh, Moreno took them to the final, do you think Tottenham fans will be crying? Nah, they'll, <laughs> they'll, be, they'll be happy, even though they even though they won the Carabao Cup before, but that was a long time ago, and they are not known for winning trophies. So they'll still be happy. Do you understand? Because Moreno yeah. still gave, gave them a trophy, and they'll be happy. Based on what Corey is saying, that's true. I mean... You can still say Moreno is washed, Moreno is time here, you should just stay here and do whatever else to do. But that Newcastle job, when you are ingesting money to it, look, Mancini, Mancini and all the coaches that were in, not even Mancini, let me start with um, this coach, um, was it, um, what's his name, this United legend that was coaching Man City before Mancini came. Mark uh, yeah, Marcus. Marcus before, Marcus before uh, um, um, this guy, Marcus before Mancini and before um, the real Betis coach. What's his name? Pellegrini. Uh, Pellegrini. 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 And before Pep, right? So Pellegrini to Pep, yeah. right? Yeah. What these tyrants are the world class coaches. Whether Mourinho is past it or not, a team like Newcastle will need a Mourinho, not just for. Team play attention, media attention, sponsorship, growth, interest. What that guy can do for Newcastle in two years with the money they have and with the budget they have. Look, even for two years, if he shows up there, he will do marvelous. He will do marvelously because they want to pass. 
they will have a lot of bars and they are, and they are, and they are, and their fans will love him and their matches will have a whole different meaning to it. And the pool, the pool you get it. can pool for players. I, 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 Look, I, I can agree to, to that one. Yes, in terms that, of that's what, media attention, yes. Exactly. So Moreno, so Moreno is, is just like a whole package together. It's not just about about just his coaching and things. You get it's a whole package together, and every league needs him. Even when he was a special, things weren't going on. Well, still, when you're going to face Spurs, you still know this. You are going to face a Mourinho team. You get it. So it was it was still different, brought a different aura to it. And me, to me, this Newcastle team, if they don't sack this guy and bring Mourinho, that's fine. But it looks as if they are like a match made in heaven. Even if for a short while, they still need that. They still need that hump. You get it. They still need that hump. And Moreno winning the Conference League, if he retires right now, his name is cemented in one of the greatest ever. Because nobody can say they've done what Moreno has done. Nobody, no coach ever. I'll give him the fact that he's done it in different leagues. Like, I, I think that thing is a big... It's, it's not he, has, he has won all the easy. European club, all the European club competition. He has won the trophies. Not many uh, wait, coaches can... Wait, 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 no, wait, 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 wait. Look, wait. He won a trophy with every team that he scores. Except above, 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 do you get it? He has won all of them because he won. No, the he's Europa, won, he won. The, both. He's won it as both Europa and UEFA Cup. He won yes. the UEFA Cup with Porto. He Porto. Won Europa with United. With United, so he's the only coach. Nobody can say this. He's in that club alone. That's not so, you see, so if he retires today, if he even stays Roma for the rest of his life, he doesn't go to Newcastle or anywhere else. He has cemented his position. So now and there, we can for sure right now say that. Borino has lost it because I saw that desire and hunger in that Roma you team see, in the finals. You see, and for me, this is where Angelotti also talks about because Angelotti go go different leagues and he's done the same thing. Well, about the 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 Euro, the, winning all the European Cups, that one too, it'd be it be different challenge, it'd be different. Uh, uh, Angelotti's own is different. Glory. He's won the Champions League. I know, I know, but what I'm saying is that Ancelotti has won the hardest competition with many different with different teams, like multiple times, not once, not like he's won it multiple times. And for me, that is a lot. Like immediately he went to Everton, you saw a change in the way Everton played. Immediately, as soon as he left, they went back to the same old shit, Everton. And we also, we also have to remember that he's the one who broke Everton's losing streak against Liverpool. He finally Bro. got a win for Everton against Liverpool. That Merseyside debut was dead before Ancelotti came because he always it was, that it was, was always one sided. It was always a clean win But I did, I did shout him as the greatest manager of his generation. So, debate day, but yeah, that was my shout. I mean, that's your pick. Keep it like that. You they sound like Christopher Samba. <laughs> <laughs> ah, hey. anyway, let's Shout not go there. I beg, I beg you. My, my heart's not good. Let's not go there. Anyway, before we wrap up, final thing before we wrap up, we just heard news breaking today that Ralph Reinick, the fraud from Germany, will be, con- <laughs> ah. be continuing with his consultancy at United because 
um, apparently it was a mutual decision. Whether I think decision. it was. Oh yes, definitely. <laughs> I, think, I think it was just a, let's not make this too public. But but you know what to you see somebody you see somebody where they give group work where they don't contribute where they take they try to take the shine before. Free the professor. As honestly as a United fan, like it's very it's very it's very annoying and it's very amusing at the same time because this is someone who came in and managed to convince majority of the fan base that we should forget about this season. This season is condemned as of November. This season is condemned and he's about to fix the team for the future. So let's not worry about all the nonsense that's happening with the pitch at the moment. Let's focus on the future. Now the future come, then they clear from there, you know, did their game. So it means all these people were tolerating nonsense for nothing. Nothing at all. He entered the final day of the season fighting for a Europa spot. And even now when we didn't win, we had to depend on Brighton to beat West Ham to secure that Europa spot. So, I don't know, but for me, this has to be the worst appointment in United, at least in the Dude, United history that I know. It was extremely horrible. Like, I, 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 he's a really bad manager. Like, I didn't think he was that bad, but bro, it, it, it's bad. It's bad for for you to then then sign you on and say oh you finish ah uh, you will get consultancy everything oh, I bet everybody knows it that be the end group. then then bring you guy then tell you say bro be like we know we make you know, see and and in Ten Hag's interview you could see where this was heading from the way he was answering questions about Rangnick because all the questions he asked him about Rangnick you could see that the guy wasn't. He wasn't too. He don't know no be funny. He don't know be Yeah, he know they see him like that. Yeah, he just know they see him like that. So the red flags were already there from that point. And you have to, you have to realize that Ragnik, in the first place, he had he came in when when Social was fired this season before he was fired from August to was in November. He had a forty one percent win rate. Rangnick came, took over in November, and to the end of the season, he had a 37% win rate. That's fantastic. So it was even worse than what Social was doing to get him himself fired. <laughs> it's, it's just amazing. It's just amazing to me. But it really Guys, paid me, that high. It really paid me. Guys, what you people need to understand is that the Rangnick analysis came from an Arsenal fan. And Arsenal fans was the one that even telling us that Ragnik is shit and bad. To all those United fans that actually thought this guy was an expose, it was something that was supposed to happen to us. It was the Jesus Christ of football that United needed a savior to come and expose Anas, Aramia Anas. That the job he was he was he, he was brought to do instead of coaching. He was brought to come and expose PMP. It's morphed like something. You guys ought to be ashamed of yourself. You can you see you can decide to dislike social. Nobody's forcing you to like social. But the hypocrisy is, is sickening. The kind of slander uh, um, David Moyes got, Van Gaal got, Moreno got, and even Ole got. Look, this guy deserves worse times, times like thousands of it. The only job this guy had to do was just to, look, keep a ship afloat, a sinking ship. We were just brought to keep it afloat. We were six points out of four. 
or a kill. We hadn't even played with a game in hand. Look, we hadn't even played 11 games or so when this guy came. 28 games later, look at where we finished. Tottenham were no way. way behind. Tottenham were way. Look, when this guy took over, we had played like maybe roughly 12 games. It was 12 games. games right? since, it was 12 games You're trying to say yeah. this, this guy had control over, over 25 games and still do it. <laughs> this is what. This is. And, and some United Fuck fans off. are defending. Defended this nonsense. Allow no. it. Allow it. Miss me with that shit, bro. I see what? Look, you re, you can't remember even Ateta was languishing see, Ateta uh, Shan, in the bottom. Ateta Shan, more managers than Shan, Barani Hey, ah. I said you guys were even contemplating on sacking Ateta because then you were flirting with relegation and just even talk to him. Then sack, then bring uh, uh, um, this guy uh, like Conte and people, they talk, say, you go take time struggling. Look, Conte finished what eleven points at Pep United. How many points? Thirteen points. Thirteen points. It can't well, overtake well, me with games in hand at the back. Make make me do one nobody. No no no. You 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 all be a, look. You all is a different case. You guys still pass United though. That's what you need to understand. When this guy took over, we're ahead of you guys, and you guys came away. You come stretch away. That's how bad this guy is. Eleven or thirteen points. I don't know. Do you know? Do you know from? Do you know from? From was it from January to May? United didn't win four four league matches in. in, 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 in we didn't win. Was is it for? From the end of January to the end of the season, United won five games in all competitions. Ah, one know? month, one win. You lie, you lie, you lie. Oh, you lie, you Ah, we didn't I, tell you it. I, I refuse it, to believe a whole Manchester United bro, team won one bro, game a month. One game bro, a month. Yes. Do you, do you know how many games we play in one month? Yes, because we were drawing and losing. Wow. It was about five wins, five wins <laughs> in about 20 games. Look. In all competitions. And people on the effort to be saying, we are ungrateful for Vakinek. We are ungrateful. That'd be why this guy only FaceTime him as a come. You know, if you mind, I hit on top of Zoom. Then you know what see, I'm safe. You know, because if whatever job this guy will come do, Ragnar will like take the shine. Because Casapole, he did talk past anybody, professor, professor. That's what boom. The guy is the worst coach ever, I swear to God. <laughs> do you know it's time since, do you know since he came, Newcastle has won more matches than United and a lot of teams. But Newcastle is a special team though. It's a special case, sorry. No, it, no, if I'm that, saying that, the guy managed to convince people that all these teams were better than United, which that wasn't the case. He said he built for the future, Abi. He did build for a murder. And I was, was, he, he was pause, pause. If he said he was building for the future, he was there before January, right? Oh yes, mm-hmm. he came in the So January, why he not do the same clean out way as not do? Guy, guy, the guy he they can't like for the So, so I, children, I, as the as they buy the assets this village, they can't lie. People say then he, he advised me to buy the assets. He's such a liar. Oh, the guy just a uh, lie. The guy. Uh, hindsight is vision twenty twenty. Like you, you know, if you can't tell me, say, oh, I, I told them that as a negative, they do. I, I, I That be what? Hey, that be what? That be what this guy can do. That be what this guy can do. That be what he can do. What he can do? Such a fraudulent fraud. But anyway. As a side note, uh, shout out to, to Sadio Mane for his decision to leave Liverpool. I really appreciate his time and everything. He's actually, he actually, I'm, I, I was actually going to tease him, but 
He's actually made Africa quite proud in the way he's played, in the way he's conducted himself at, at mm. the Liverpool. So shout out to me. I, I've enjoyed watching Mane, Mane play. He be some deadly guy. He's a deadly guy. But thank God he's given a freaking permission. Team day, they do favoritism. Two of your players go this thing. The person will win. You know they celebrate them. If you talk, Jabba Pounds will tell you say it be false agenda. Both money and Salah have contracts expiring. I you are trying to tell me that there was no like and I'm just going off of the news because me I never hear say them engage uh, money exactly uh, about true, renewing the contract. But what Look is how long they've been protracting Salah's contract renewal? Oh, that's it. Yeah, they made it clear that they preferred money to him. So that they, one, Salah yeah, they, yeah, they prefer they prefer Salah. Salah him, yeah, yeah, they made it clear they prefer Salah to money. So that one is. But you know, the money has actually been extremely deadly for Liverpool. Like, like ridiculously deadly. I said, deadly. I fear he. He scored over hundred goals. Look, I say I yeah, fear this guy pass Salah. People know they understand. Salah will bang, Salah will score goals and everything. But boss, money could terrorize you. He will terrorize your defense. You know, the, the, the unique thing about money is that you didn't find many top Bro. players like that with that kind of attitude. He was just, it's just they come at you, then you see that they score the goal. It's how body position they score the goal. It's definitely going to be difficult. It's going to be difficult for them to replace those type of players. For them, anyway, they, for them they have the ass, so they're they think everything be blessed. You talk mm-hmm. South America, yes. small time, no, you don't see, they miss South America. He, 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 they miss this. He started drinking <laughs> too much. He started this. So, they watch. I like to uh, talk about You want to talk about Cavani or what? Oh. Mm-hmm. Nah, me, I, I won't talk about Then I won't comment on the Ragnik thing. I don't know how I feel about it. Maybe, uh, as you guys have said, you know, I don't listen to United News, so it could be that maybe it looks like he doesn't go to anywhere with Eric and Eric, Eric is he, uh, uh, we offended said something that as a, as a new manager, the most powerful you will ever be is your first day on the job. That one, it's like, like Kiddy where they chop birthday or Kiddy where you disturb Broadway, you come house. Anything they want that they ain't going to give you. Anything they want. Right? And it feels like ever since Eric was appointed, uh, you know, he started talking more and more, and it began. And I, I, I thought it was quite interesting. And I was looking like I think he was fearing for his consultancy role. You know, I thought he would have been a good consultant for Manchester United, though. Definitely uh, to help with this rebuild that you're trying. It wouldn't to have been. It, it wouldn't have. It wouldn't have been good anything. He's, he's, he's good not, say we made. Was he good? Shall we make his guy coach terrible, before? He's a terrible. He's a terrible coach, and I cannot deny that. According to our bomb. Coach professor, when you teach, when you forget your, your own. Do you know what? Do you know what? If ah, but do you know? Do you know what? If do you know what? Even a locomotive Moscow fans are even saying. Do you know what he did to their club? As 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 master, master, master. The guy no good. That guy be fraud. That guy be confidence trickster. <laughs> it's actually it's actually you know? quite quite villainous. Like like it it be it be evil. What he do United and me be me because of an house like mm-hmm. I support our. our in, in the general scheme of things, but you see, you see somebody where you see somebody where a, a big a big team can pay him as consultant where he go take national team job to say he won't he won't join the two before. But see, Eric Tegas is a master. This guy no be serious. They are not committed to this. They can't do like hey, hey Jimmy, which kind of demanding 
the Austrian job they need. Which kind of demand it? But on, on Ten Hag, I haven't commented on, on Ten Hag yet this season. Me too. His, his appointment to United is a problem. Like, at mm. first, you see, I see Ten Hag's appointment as much as a problem like when Klopp was appointed, when Pep was appointed. It's like, this guy, they can't cause me problems. Because okay. he's a, For he's no a, reason. He's a, he's a, he's a tactical genius. He's a problem, He's a genius. He's a great man manager, and he's, he he believes in youngsters. So he's is he it really paid me because I really wanted Ten Hag before they got Arteta. Like Ten Hag was my number one. See, By that time, it was he was a guy, and he was building some magnificent team with the Lincoln Ziyech team. As they break that team up, no, he said, "Chale, I they can't set my, I they can't bounce." He win them in my last leg. They say he come out. What they can't do for United? Eh, if they back him, eh. United can spring immediately from where they are to be in the top four. Within Charlie, the, but, in a season but, and a half, if they back him with money, they have to back him with money. If they back him, power, bro, not just money. They will money have power. But then they as I told me personally, yeah, in first two years, I take dash. Because if it's serious building job, they can't do rebuilding job. Yeah, you don't have to be patient is. because he's yeah. about to dissect the freaking team, and that will destroy. Uh, confidence will destroy uh, uh, the way they even play on the field. Charlie, I get prediction. Oh, I get serious prediction. Eric Ten Hag's first starting eleven for Manchester United. Scott McTominay. How would you even know? That's what the test. That's our passion. Scott McTominay did that first eleven. We don't guy, care. If you give him chance, if you if give him chance, he take him full. I beg you. You know what? I'm so glad. I'm so glad the season is over because I cannot wait for preseason. For the first time, I'm excited to see what preseason will hold. Like to watch preseason matches, see see how Why teams have now, like have, now balanced, have now balanced themselves. See the kind of selections they're doing. Dude, me, I enjoy preseason matches, friendlies. I watch all the time in the office because it's it's it see it makes you see how the team did they set up for the se- for the season. You see them playing certain formations. I'm really interested in United. And, and where is United going on top? Tell South Korea, then uh, Norway, uh, then the boys they go do merchandising sales. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the boys strategic. Yeah, that is say, strategic. They say because of Ronaldo, we don't be step US. We don't be go America. You think why? Ah, why the banner man? He go rip somebody for there. Yeah, if you go there, no kune arrest. Ah, he go rip somebody for that side, eh? Hmm. I uh, beg you, I beg you. We will not talk anything. Me, I beg you. Make we end now for this. Uh, yes, we have come to the end. We have come to the end of this episode. It was a nice, fun episode. And if you haven't already done this, please follow our uh, Twitter account, ATW Podcast GCR. And Charlie, just give us feedback on our episodes whenever whenever we post them, because the feedback is very necessary for us. Also, when um, when you listen to the episode or you want to talk about the episode, just use the hashtag ATWGCR so that other people can also follow the conversation. And then go to our various podcast platforms, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, um, Google, all those places. Give us five-star rating if they have a rating system over there. And Charlie, thank you to the Gold Coast Report uh, podcast producers, Cyril and Donald, for Charlie giving us all the support we need. And remember to listen to the other podcasts on the network, like Sincerely Accra, Sex and Sanity, Free Your Mind, and there are plenty of them. 
So again, we've come to the end of the episode. Thank you guys, Crack, Vangela, Corey for joining us. Much love, bro. And Thank you for having we'll me, bro. You, we'll catch you again on the next one. ACW dominates the conversation. The conversation. Neymar, Busquets. Se va al ataque de nuevo el futuro campeón de liga. Messi dejando el balón para Neymar. Atención, ahí fuera del juego. Balón para Luis Suárez. Gol. Va a golpear Cristiano. Se espatarra el bicho. Va a golpear con la derecha. Chuta Cristiano. Gol. Costa turns out the finals. Title for Leicester City tonight. Irving and Curry one on one. Irving puts it up. It's good. Kyrie Irving from 